Hey friends, welcome to Because She Chose. If you're a busy mom desiring consistency and growth in your relationship with God, this podcast is for you. I'm your host, Camille McIntyre. In this show, we'll discover practical tips, find helpful resources, and interview amazing women as they share their stories on growing in their relationship with God. Thanks for joining in and listening. And welcome back to the Because She Chose podcast with your host, me, Camille McIntyre. Welcome. Today, I'm going to be speaking about one of my biggest hot button issues, procrastination. Ugh, it's my kryptonite. It's a dirty word in my household. And dealing with ADHD has made me very aware of my tendencies to put things off. And, you know, my mind is always going in a million directions. I have ideas on top of ideas on top of ideas of things I would really love to do. And I just don't seem to have the time to do them. So if you're listening to this podcast episode, instead of tackling one of the many projects you meant to do or before starting the report, do at work on Monday, or maybe as an alternative to folding those five loads of laundry, like that's on my bedroom chair, I feel your pain. And I know this is just the place for you. You're my fellow procrastinator and you are among sisters. There's no judgment here. In a study by a professor of psychology that I read in a Chicago newspaper, it said that there are about 20% of adults that are chronic procrastinators. That's higher than depression, any phobia, panic attacks, or even alcoholism. And yet all of those are considered legitimate, he said. We try to trivialize this tendency of procrastination, and it's just not a funny topic. Sometimes I chuckle about it. I'm teased by my family members because they know I'm under the gun when it comes to certain things, even this podcast. I waited till the last minute and I was going to sit down and finish writing about what I wanted to speak about. And of course, I put it off. And I'm like, why do I do this? And I tend to kick myself all the time. And, you know, to really understand some of the causes of procrastination outside of, you know, conditions like such as what I have, you know, ADD. There are some issues that might interfere with you being able to complete a task. And it's important to be clear about what it is and then really what it isn't. So procrastination is different from just delaying a task. And there's another professor of psychology at the University of Sheffield in England that he defines procrastination as the voluntary, unnecessary delay of an important task, despite knowing you'll be worse off for doing it. So (laughs) I said, ouch, when I read that, I'm raising my hand even as we speak. And, you know, the reason we do it, it has to do with emotional self-regulation and in particular, like an inability to manage those negative moods that you feel around having to do a certain task. And it could be anything as simple as, you know, sometimes me emptying the dishwasher. I just don't feel like doing it. And I know that I'm going to have this feeling of anxiety the next morning when I realize, you know, my dishwasher needed to be unloaded and now all the dirty dishes need to be put in there and I have to go and do the, you know, this is a thing. So if a task feels especially overwhelming, it does really produce and provoke this anxiety around it. And it's really, sometimes it's just easy to avoid it just entirely and not even think about it. I just put it out of my mind. Okay. I know that the dishwasher needs to be on put it away. And then I'm like, okay, maybe I'll do it. Maybe I won't. And then I'm guilty about it. So, you know, there's another professor that I read that um, there are three types of procrastinators. There are thrill seekers, it says, who crave that rush of putting off tasks until the last minute. And they believe that the work 
is best under pressure, done under pressure. I mean, let me tell you, this is me. My daughter was the same way. My sons are the same way. And they're like, you know, it's not a big deal, mom. You know, I could do that 10 page report, you know, five minutes before I have I go to bed. It's, it's not a big deal, but they really do pull it out and they do their best work. It's something that I do. My husband jokes about it when I'm supposed to be preaching. He's like, okay, do you have everything done? Are you going to wait till Saturday night before it's all done? Because we really have to have the PowerPoint presentation and all of that. And he knows my tendencies. And the problem is, is that I really do work best under pressure. And I sometimes have to wait. I have sometimes I have to wait on God. But then there's that the other person that's like the second type of procrastinator called the avoiders. These are the people that procrastinate to avoid being judged for how they perform. And then there's the indecisives. They have this difficulty making important or stressful decisions and often because they're ruminating over all of the choices that they have. Are any of these you? Do you feel this about yourself? I mean, there are some people that are just like my husband. He really doesn't put anything off. He's just very well put together. He's like, I'm going to you know, headed off of the path. So I don't feel that anxiety. I'm going to get everything done a week before it has to be done. He's the guy that hates being late. Me, I'm like going to be late for my own funeral. <laughs> but then there are risk factors that they say that lead to poor mental and physical health. They say that chronic procrastinators have higher levels of stress. Hello, that would be me. But as you already know, you know, we all have that same amount of time allotted to each of us. And there are just so many hours in the day that you can actually be productive. And I find myself frittering all that productive time away. So my ultimate goal really is to help other women see their potential and fully realize that they too can accomplish some amazing things. I mean, I look over the last five years of my goal setting and my vision board planning and you know, a lot of the stuff didn't get done, but a lot of it did. And when I realized that the stuff that got done was the stuff that I said, I cannot put off another year. I'm not going to feel this anxiety next year when I look back on my year and it didn't get done again. So, you know, I can't believe that, you know, I actually get to do this type of work and help women like you, dear sisters, listening to me, you know, you I want you to discover your strengths and overcome weaknesses so that you can determine what it's important for you and in your life and what to do. You know, I want this to be a legacy that I even leave to my own children, my daughter, that they can live life on purpose. So I'd like to tackle those issues of procrastination because then when you realize your tendencies and you can kind of learn how to change them, work around them. And then you can get to doing all of the life-changing goals that you really want to do. You know, it could mean that sometimes you just really love to have some time to breathe, right? Maybe you're just that mom that's like, hey, I just need 15 minutes to myself that I can breathe in the bathroom without my kids banging down the door. Maybe it's, you know, you need some more time to spend with your spouse. Like you need some date night time, you know, and you have no time and you're putting off all these things that need to get done, all these tasks, and then they come crashing down on you and the things that you want to do, you can't get to. Listen, I understand. I am so there with you, but it could also mean that you need that me time and it could really be a game changer for you so that you can get some clarity about what you're supposed to be doing, that God is asking you to do those big things. And you're like, well, I can never do it because I just don't have enough time. And it's really that you have the time. It's just 
you're procrastinating on the important things. So listen, I love this definition that they say of insanity. It's like you're doing the same thing and expecting different results, right? I mean, I do that. I'm like, well, I'm just going to do it this way. I'm just going to keep doing it this way. And it's like, no, you should not do it that way anymore. Because a lot of times, I'm just going to say this right off the bat, like that fear is the number one reason that I tend to procrastinate. Fear is like, can I really get that done? Am I going to look stupid when it doesn't get done? Am I going to look stupid if I'm a failure at it? You know, fear is awful. And like another thing that actually keeps me from doing the things that I need to do when I tend to procrastinate is just feeling that overwhelm. It's that close second for me. It's like, oh my gosh, I've got 20 things that I need to do today. Like there's no way I'm going to get to do them. What do I even start with? So even the idea of starting can be really daunting. And the only thing that really stops me though is not starting. Many times I think that I need to know every single thing before starting something. And that's just not true. When I started this podcast, I had no idea what I was doing. And I prayed and I said, God, I need some clarity. You're telling me to do this podcast and to try to help other women. What do I do first? And I knew my level of procrastination on things that I, it had been a year that I had been wanting to start a podcast and I just kept putting it off because I didn't know where to start. And one day God was like, you need to do this. And I said, okay, Lord, show me. And then I just went online and I asked a few places and the people in um, different Facebook groups that I was in and some of the, the mentor groups that I was in. I was like, guys, you know, does anybody know about podcasting? And just asking that question gave me so many ideas and led me to my amazing podcast producer, Leah Bryant. I mean, really. And it's kept me consistent and steady. And it's been hard. Believe me, it has not been easy. I mean, I'm busy. <laughs> I'm a busy mom. I'm a busy wife. I'm a busy co-pastor. I do all the things. I work. So it's hard to fit in all of these things. But then just the fact that I knew how to start and I had someone to help me really cleared the path for me to get going. So most of the time, it's just action. Action, even if you don't know which way to go, it's the very thing that you need to get you going in the right direction. It's like a motorboat. I think I felt like I was just sitting in this boat without starting the engine. Like, you know, those boats that you have to pull the, the cord, right? Like one of those, I'm not even talking about a fancy schmancy one. I'm talking about one of those little tiny boats that, you know, you should probably have oars for <laughs> and you have to pull the string. And I think if I don't pull that string, if I don't start it, I'm never going to know even like, forget about knowing what direction I need to head in. If the motor's not even going, you're never going to get anywhere. So just start it. So there are so many ways that you can do something like starting a business or like I did or doing all the things, like all the decisions that needed to be made when I began was so overwhelming. There were so many times that I just said, I'm not going to do this. For a long time, I just packed it up and I did nothing. And then I realized, let me just start the darn thing. I was allowing the unknowns of whatever it was to stop me. Don't allow the unknowns of whatever it is that you want to do, stop you. I've learned that whenever I allowed myself to procrastinate in these areas, that I was robbing people of learning, you ladies, you sisters, from learning something valuable that God was showing me and lessons that I was learning that he wanted to impart to others. So when I look at, at my procrastination and back on it, 
I see it as also as a weapon that the enemy was using to steal from others. I was allowing him to rob me and rob others from learning what God wanted to teach them. Oh, so when I allowed that overwhelm or fear to even dictate my actions or inactions, I allowed the enemy to win. So just to let you know, there are some practical things you really can do to help. I mean, like, you know what? Start small. It's not rocket science. It really isn't. Listen, I think sometimes that I put so much pressure on myself and I'm like, why am I doing that? This is the silliest thing. Let me just, just start somewhere. Let me ask for some help. Let me even ask my prayer warrior sisters to help me to get me started in the right direction. That is sometimes the best place you can start. And then like attach some meaning to the task. You know, one of the best ways to stop procrastinating is really just like write down why it's so important to you. And then it will help you to move you, your mind to start moving forward so that, you know, like, hey, you know what? I'm going to help others. I'm going to add some value to somebody's life. I'm going to see somebody grow in personal growth or in their spiritual walk if I just start and start small. So, you know, don't look at the, the large like forest. You know, you, what do they say? You can't see the forest for the trees because there's so many trees. It's like, don't let that you know, paralyze you into inactivity. You know, just take one tree at a time, cut down one tree at a time. Don't try to cut down the entire forest. And then carefully choose which task you should be doing first. Like I said, pray, ask someone to help you by having them pray for you. Like, Lord, which way do I go? What do I do first? And because I just took that time to sit and say, okay, Lord, what do I do first? The idea popped into my mind, get on, your mentor's Facebook page and ask around. And there was my answer right in that Facebook group. So just choose which task you want to start with first and start small. Just make one decision that day. And then like situate yourself in a spot. I, this is a big deal for me. Interruption free areas like, hello, who has that when you have small children or you have dog that's barking in the background and the TV's on and your husband's, I don't know, listening to records like mine does. I'm like, all right, I got to get out of here. Sometimes a library is better. Or if you're like me, you know, deal with ADHD, you're just like squirrel, you know, everything that will distract you, can distract you, will distract you. I just need to be in a, a tidy little space doesn't have to be big, even if that means like sometimes I'll go and I'll drive to the beach. We live by the beach and I'll just sit in the parking lot because I'm alone. And I try not to face where all the people are coming in and, and walking around <laughs> because then I'm just like, what people start people watching. It's like, listen, just get it done, Camille. It's not hard. And then when you do that one thing, reward yourself. Man, I remember with like all the dirty dishes in this thing, my husband and I, when we first got married, we would fight about who was going to do the dishes. And I'd be like, man, I'm not doing them. I don't care if they're toppling and falling out of the sink. I'm not doing them. Not one more night. And he would get the idea. But in order for us to have clean dishes, one of us had to be like, all right, let's stop procrastinating and let's just get it done. And then we would reward ourselves with like watching a movie together or something like that. Hey, it doesn't have to be like, you know, I'm going out to uh, to the steakhouse tonight. No, let it be something simple. Get some popcorn, sit with your hubby or your kids and watch a movie. 
it's just simple. And then, like I said before, enlist some external help. It's If it's really bad, that prayer partner that you have, hopefully you have one, that will totally open up doors to you. I have a couple of groups that I'm in, a couple of prayer groups, and they're invaluable. When I am feeling low or down or depressed or I'm kicking myself because I'm not doing the things that I know I should be doing, I get on those prayer calls with them and it clears my mind immediately. And it brings no shame. What it does is the enemy wants to bring shame to you when you're not getting the things done that you know you need to get done. And I'm just like, okay, this is not a space for the enemy to play with my mind. Let me get my mind right. and Let me get in prayer with my sisters. And it always changes things around. So I hope some of these things helped you to get started in the right direction. Because let me tell you, Although I'm the queen of you know trying to find time to make space for you to be able to grow in your spiritual walk, I will be the first to admit that I struggle with it the most. So I hope this all helps you. Give me a, a little you know heads up on uh, the Instagram page and let me know if this helped you out. If you want to hear things like this more, I would love to discuss it with you. So I'm just going to be praying for you and. I know that you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you today. God bless, sisters. Thanks so much for joining me today on this episode of Because She Chose. I hope you found some encouragement and help to find time to grow in your faith. Let me know if today's episode resonated with you and send me a message on Instagram at Camille underscore McIntyre or at Because She Chose, also on my Facebook business page, Camille McIntyre. If you are loving what you are hearing, make sure to follow the podcast so you don't miss an episode and leave me a review and rating. Until next time, take care.